0: Welcome back to Card Talk. I'm Ryan, joined as always by Tyler and Lou. In today's episode, we are going to talk about some major sports card sales, including the upcoming auction for what might be the most iconic modern day basketball card of all time, the LeBron James 101 Triple Logo Man. I know Lou and Tyler will have thoughts on that. We also want to talk about the Mac Jones one of one Prism Black getting pulled on the first day of Prism release and reportedly Mm -hmm. being sold for $100,000 we've got eight facebook questions we will get into we've got play of the week but we are going to start with what's on your mind lou you look ready you look focused we will start with you today
2: um i'm actually per jay's message i'm going to change it to a lose poos actually my original thing that i was texting about so we're gonna run that back this week that's back what's on my mind today is primarily around the national i'm excited about the national um i was thinking about like kind of like more events because i think I think we've said we have something plant something in planning stages for the national. I think it's safe to say that. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited about that, um, and I'm just excited to get together. I spent I spent a lot of time at the show last year. I didn't spend as much time outside the show hanging. I kind of went back to my room and did my own thing. I went to dinner or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna try to get involved in a little more post show things this time around. So I'm pumped about that. I like that.
0: Classic. Just the lose he's doing
2: is gonna yeah professional podcast over here. Just saying. Um, fire it up. Yeah, so lose poos will uh, back into the episode. It'll maybe come up in one of the planned conversations we have here on our rundown.
0: <laughs>
1: All right, Ty, what's on your mind? The Rangers. The Rangers are on my mind. Game four is tonight. Was it 2 1? It's 2 1. Should be 3 Should be 0. Oh. Should be, shoulda, coulda, woulda, you know? Shoulda, coulda, woulda. Big time choke job in third period. Yeah, it was a tough scene. You go up 2 0 oh, on the road to go oh, up 3 0. Oh. You know, but look—it's—it's called adversity, and we battle through adversity. We—we live in adversity, at least the Rangers do. They've come back from three-one. They've come down, come back from three-two in series. You know, it can't all just be roses. Now the Avalanche with a clean sweep on the other side is a tough scene. How about
2: that goalie, huh? He's really good. Who's that? The Oilers goalie, (laughs) Mike
0: Smith.
1: Well, he had, listen, he had
0: a tough third. Pe- he, he had a tough third period.
2: Did he?
1: Day. Oh, I didn't see any of it. Oh, it was, 3-1 when, it was
0: 3-1 when I went to bed and I wake up and the abs, I'm like abs sweep and I'm like, oh my goodness. They're so good. they I think it was like so
2: good. I think it was like four goals on five shots in OT and uh, in a uh, third period in
1: OT. Yeah. I'm nervous. It's going to get late early for anyone but the avalanche, but. Um, a lot of time off. I'm kind of might have called avalanche rangers playoffs I but it's two to one like i'm nervous i'm shaking in my boots by the time this, this comes out we're gonna know we either have a series 2-2 two, two, and we're going back to the garden or it's 3-1 and the lightning are good and they've won back to back and they have a God lot of talent, some respect and they have a good goalie have but the like, lightning
0: won back to back cups yeah bro yeah two in a row I didn't know they won the first – I knew they won the last one. I didn't realize they won back-to-back. Wow. That's yeah, and it's
1: like hard to knock off the champ. You're the champ until you're not the champ. Fact. But we got a goalie and we got players on the road. It's never easy. Just got to win a game. That's what's on my mind. The New York Rangers and getting ready for the National.
0: Yeah, so that's definitely what's on my mind. Uh, 50 days until the National. When this episode drops in forty nine days, under I mean under fifty days, right? We've talked about this so much, time and time again on this podcast. Hey, three hundred, we joked about it. Three hundred and twenty five days of the national, and two hundred fifty days of the national, and uh, you just we just kept slowly counting down, right? Keep recording another episode, more hobby, another episode, like, and here we are, seven weeks away, right? It was ten weeks away, and next week it's gonna be six weeks away, and surely, slowly but surely, we're we're getting there. Like Lou said, it's going to happen. And I just, that is 1000% what my focus is on at the moment. Uh, you know, there's some big releases coming up between now and then prism basketball, flawless football. Uh, you've got some baseball stuff. You're going to have some new 2022 football that we're going to get close to the national. And you're going to hear about, like Lou said, some of these events that are going to happen. We will have, I personally will have uh trade night details coming very soon. Uh, that will be on Thursday this year. So for sure, lock it in on Thursday night after the show. We'll have more details on that. We're going to do something with Card Talk, right? I know Jay's been working tirelessly on that to get that event locked in. Uh, you know, Panini hopefully brings back the VIP party. I'm sh- again, there's just a lot of big companies now. And this is the same thing we talked about last year. A lot of these companies are gonna have events. There's just gonna be so much going on. It's this is uh this is going to be massive, and I'm, I'm just locked in and could not be focused on anything else at this point other than the national. So hard to believe it's already June halfway, almost through 2022 um, just flying by. So it's, uh, it's crazy, but the national 100% what it is on my mind at the moment. And I'm not sure that'll change for the foreseeable future.
1: We're hosting a card talk event at the national details to come.
0: All right. I do want to talk about it because this might be where we get a little loose poos, uh, Big card going to auction. Mm. Backyard breaks hit the LeBron logo, man, when we were in Miami. Uh, we were at dinner together when it happened. Mm-hmm. Card yeah. was split three ways
1: and is currently scheduled to run on golden auction. Did they sell it, split it three ways, and then someone else graded it? No. So got it. it got. So gr- it's still so- theirs going all the way through
0: the auction. Correct. To my understanding, that's I haven't heard differently, but that's my understanding. Understood. So, first question, I guess, is you know what do you think it's going to sell for?
2: One million.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I so badly want to say like one hundred seventy six thousand dollars.
2: I think a million is a fair number,
1: but I I just know that. That's not going to happen because people protect downside against that. Um, I mean, it's authentic. It's the worst card ever.
2: Yeah, but it's authentic, though.
1: It's so bad.
2: And the, it's the NBA logo, man, which you've never seen. And those are all definitely game-worn and,
1: and real important LeBron games, time. It's so bad. But I got to say, everyone else thinks it's really bad, too. It's been the
2: general consensus, which is, which is a little I bit say 000,
1: unfortunate. dollars, but it's probably going to go for like eight hundred seventy-eight thousand dollars. No way, right? What do you think it's going to do?
2: Four point eight, five point two million. If that card sells for four point eight million, I'll freak out. We might cancel the podcast. <laughs> the show might be over if the show if yeah. the card sells for that
0: much. Yeah, four point eight, five point two million, somewhere in there. It's low specific low, number low like, fives, you know, high fours, somewhere in there. Why? Why do you feel that way? Just out of
1: curiosity.
0: It's again, it just, like you said, the hysteria around it, like uh, some of these guys just have more money than they know what to do with. Five million dollars is a lot to probably everybody that listens to this podcast and everybody I know. But five million dollars isn't a lot of money to Drake. Drake doesn't care. If Drake really I'm, wants it. No, 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 no. Lose Pooze is, is coming.
2: Lose poos is coming. No, no, no. no talking I'm about saying Drake, if Drake so really I'm wants done. it,
0: he, he's going to buy it. If, you know, LeBron wants it, he's going to buy it. Like those Here's guys. My just have-
1: take. Drake has no interest in the card. Lose poos coming soon. <laughs>
0: All right, let's get into lose poos because I gotta hear this. Like, Lou's just been hinting at this. Lou, what's uh what's the old lose poos this week? How
2: you're telling me that this whole thing was created? Conspiracy theorist. I know nothing. I'm just thinking out loud here with the car talk crew. You're telling me that there was this whole big chase to get this card. Drake was like, "I want this card. This is the only card I want." Blah blah blah. He spends all the money on breaks. The card comes out. So, Well, that's what you would think. Uh, The card comes out and then it is going to a public auction.
1: How did that happen? He didn't call up backyard breaks and offer them VIP. How how does he not purchase that card? Give him a million bucks, I'll spec. Kind of weird
2: that he didn't purchase the card. That's all.
0: You don't think it's possible drake still ends up with it post auction why
2: no, does drake no allow chance. it to get to auction unless he unless it he's getting advice that it's going to go for less than the whatever numbers 6.6 is that the crazy number that everyone's saying
0: i haven't i haven't seen that we 6.6 super wrong. I, could I could be, be super dead. yes
2: i could be dead wrong i find it very weird
1: if it sells for 4.0, I'll be stunned, Ryan. I still have one. Yeah. So, okay. Official numbers. I think it sells for, let's do this over, under a million. Ryan's over. Lou? I would be like right on that. So I'm going to say over,
2: but not by much.
1: Okay. That's Courtney's crazy. over. Jay's over at 3.5. I am going to go under.
0: Like, There's just no way. There, it, it, no is the answer. There's no chance it sells for $100 million. Zero percent chance. Yeah, Could I think not not full, that's yeah, protecting
2: I downside, Ty. There's
0: Under just no really way. There's no chance it sells for that.
2: It's also possible I'm getting stuck in the vocal minority thing where everyone's like, why is this card over a million dollars? I can't be over a million dollars. And that's just people talking on Instagram. It, but it might
1: go for $3.5 million. I don't see it. I'd just rather have like a million other cards at half the price.
0: Now, that's a different argument. I'm not arguing that. I'm just – you're asking, hey, what will somebody with infinite amounts of money pay for this?
1: Uh, millions. Who – I don't know who that person is. I don't know who has infinite amounts of money that is interested in modern day. I, and autograph, I don't Like There's like four or five people. I pages, don't know about maybe. infinite
0: amounts of money, right? Like I don't have access to everybody's bank, but – there's got to be some big players in the market that have interest in this card. Now, what they're willing to pay for it Drake. and what they, what they value it, at, I don't know. Shine, yeah. Nat Turner, Drake. Like, yeah. I, this, Ken Golden want it? Like, I, there's got to be a lot of people that have interest in this card that are major, major, major players in the card market. Yeah.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah like like someone said Rally, Collectible. Like, do they want to buy it and fractional ownership it? Like, does Ald have interest in it? Is PWCC? Like, there's got to be, there's got to be... Yeah. A, Ten to that's fifteen real players. That's that wheel
1: fair. The 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 fractional buying to list is fair. Yeah. I just don't know
0: what Drake plans. bet a quarter of a million dollars that Drake London would be the first wide
1: receiver off the board.
0: A quarter a of a million dollars. You think card. he cares about four million dollars?
1: Right. No. Drake- How much money do you think Stake is paying him to put that bet in? Come on, like, right? Oh, sure. He's. It's not his money. Yeah.
0: I mean, you're not wrong, but. Like, I know think, the move. You think Drake's all not gambling moves. at all? You think Drake's got so much money and Drake's so gambling. much influence, he's not gambling one bit? Drake's like, yeah. Drake
1: gambles. Same I think that for every time Drake posts a story of him, on, he either has ownership in stake, sure. has a seven-figure, six has a seven-figure, maybe eight, eight, figure. eight probably eight-figure deal sure. with them. 100%. And I think he probably has some form of intense – maybe referral, or I don't even know. But I think maybe he has a credit line with them of sorts. Um, or he's just going ape shit crazy.
0: Whatever this LeBron card will sell for, I bet Drake – I mean, Drake's got to be gambling that kind of money
1: you're on the wrong. regular. Like, you're not wrong. Not on the regular. 3.5 million bucks, It's a lot of money.
0: Yeah, like not daily, but a six-month period, my man Drake's probably betting $3 million.
2: Depends if it's football season.
1: He might get it. He, he might he go crazy. Now has ownership in a sports gambling site. max that. What? All right. Interesting. Let's All put right. that out. Uh, when does it go again? But let's turn this little bit into a Twitter. Respond. We can do a little giveaway. Respond with what you think the card sells for. Tweet at Card Talk Pop what you think the card sells for. Price is right rules where you can't, if it's over. Can't go over. Can't go over. Mm-hmm. And we will do.
2: And we're only taking one entry per person. Don't don't mess around yeah.
1: with the with the entries. We'll we'll do a uh, Jay's watch. We'll do a proper giveaway. We'll figure out what that is.
0: Speaking of big, high end cards, Mac Jones, 101 black prism. Mm. So crazy this sale sold. Just to be clear, they those uh, that father and son tandem do live in Ohio. Um,
1: the people who pulled it. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> I saw like a meme. Was there like it was like the kid pulled and he's like, Dad, look what I pulled. And the dad was like, Look what we pulled. Yeah, as <laughs> a smart move by dad. Yeah, I love that.
2: Um, I haven't seen anything, I didn't see anything this weekend.
0: Yeah, so it sold for a, the again, there was a picture posted with the money. The rumor is it sold for a hundred grand. And then the rumor is that the people that bought it were. Reportedly, had flipped it right away for 175 k Again, this is all hearsay, right? This is just hobby hearsay. Uh, but either way, looks like the sale was confirmed at $100,000 for Mac Jones Prism 101. Oh. Now then, Ty, this is where I feel the same way. I feel the same way about this card you feel about the LeBron. Interesting. There's a million, co- like for that price, I think there's a man. Let me, I'll, I'll look. I want to tell you this. Ty, but what were you saying?
1: No, uh, I'm like, uh, it's it's funny that you see it that way because I'm like, ooh. 100, yeah, 100 grand a lot of money. Yeah. So right a now, 100, a one 100
0: grand, essentially $100,000 would buy you a 52 mantle PSA 3 on eBay. Would buy you a Brady, I think you could get a Brady Contenders BGS 9 for right around that price. I think, I think I saw one on Instagram yesterday for $90,000. Tom Brady, right, but, but
2: you can't play the game one time and not play it another time, right?
0: Lebr- uh, yeah, LeBron James, those are game-worn logo, man. He's the game one, one of the one, top. One. Doesn't matter. They're Pre-season game-worn. He's, He's won four titles and went to nine straight NBA finals and is one of the top two basketball players of all time. Mac he Jones hasn't won a playoff
2: game. I'm with you. I'm just saying you can't play the game one time and not play Absolutely. it another time. Absolutely. There's a
0: reason I would buy one card versus the other. One card has potential to have fair real value. One of them has nothing. Like it's all speculative. What does three
2: point five get you in Nicky Man? I'll probably take like a PSA six or something seven.
0: Oh, it's yeah, it's got to be pretty high.
2: Okay, so let's do that. I'm, I'm trying to look up.
0: Yeah, but that's a fair comparison. All time guys, Mac Jones has not won a playoff game. Not one.
2: Yes, that's a good point. Good point. I agree. May with that. never. I take it all back.
0: May never. Exactly. You could never win. Probably Flacco will never. Won, Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl. Had one of the best. Postseason runs of all time on a way to a Super Bowl. And it's you nice. can buy his National Treasures RPAs for under $125. Won a Super Bowl. It's
2: my QB too.
0: Safford, Safford, Matt Safford, who I believe is a borderline Hall of Famer, right? He's right up there. You can buy his exquisite, his best true RPA, an exquisite patch auto out of 99 for under $2,500. Those guys are Super Bowl winning quarterbacks. They've actually done something. Herbert Burrow, Hertz, like all of these guys could actually – they could be amazing, right? If not, they hope to win a Super Bowl like Stafford just did, and you can buy his best card for freaking $2,500. It's crazy, It, man. it is it's crazy. so crazy. It's wild.
2: It's very, very wild. Um, I don't know. Do you, but like it's just something that can't be unwound, right? Because like I think everyone globally agrees those prices are – like that's too high of a price – but how do you wind that back? I don't even know how to do that. I don't it's know the it's same possible.
0: thought though. It, to me, it's the same thought as the LeBron. It's just there are people out there with that kind of money that are like, hey, if I lose $100,000 a Mac, lose $100,000. It's not affecting my bottom line. There's there's people with that kind of money and it just – everybody wants to have the next guy before they're there, but they want their best, their best cards. So Prism Golds, Prism 101s, Contenders Championship tickets or Super Bowl tickets, Contenders Cracked Ice, National Treasures Patch Autos, Flawless Patch Autos, NFL Shields, those kind of things. There's a lot of sports cards. There's only a few of those things, and there's a lot of people that have interest in those, and that's why I think the big stuff will continue to do well.
2: Yeah, it's great. Like I – Setting aside the Mac part, like even I, I was dabbling a little bit trying to see what was happening with Zach stuff now that everything's starting to come out a little bit. It's just so expensive. I just can't do it. And Zach's nothing compared, like, nothing compared to someone like some of these bigger guys. And his prices are still too high. I just can't get there. The price, yep. I, I, I just
1: I, like Gretzky OPGs. <laughs> Me too. All right, so let's 11, uh, grand it, it looks like it was the last sale of a PSA 9. How much? 92. Gretzky, 79 OPG. Yeah, did what? PSA 9. Last sale did 111K. So that or the Mac Jones? It's graded at PSA 9. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, it's like not even close. Pop 92.
2: Can I sidebar on hockey real quick or no? Yeah, for sure. Gretzky and Biz are yeah. wildly popular humans and they're going to become a lot more popular
0: biz looks crazy with that haircut that thing's ridiculous that's a ridiculous i'm hit. missing wonder,
2: everything biz paul bizonette oh there's tnt with gotcha. with gretzky and them does that guy have cards right i feel like i would want to get a biz
0: no idea i don't know time. i don't know enough about his his <laughs> cards
2: uh i was just thinking about gretzky when he said that and i can't the coolest is the smoothest the pack.
1: coolest and dude just loves hockey loves hockey loves the game his son-in-law just made 125 mil going to the live tour by the way i know people don't like when i talk about random things but <laughs> the world of golf is being exploded shaken at its core
0: it's crazy what's going Who's on all right.
1: gone? i saw dustin johnson uh, i saw phil mick phil. and now like i guess yesterday was like the first press conference and there was like all types of drama and situational and i don't know it's getting it's getting wild because they're offering the tour can't compete with the money that's the oh. problem correct
2: interesting and it's all about money at the end of the day
0: all right let's uh let's get into facebook questions Jason. said we got a lot of them so let's get into those all right, so the first one is going to be from Darren. It says, going to my first national this year, how does PSA grading work at the show? I've heard you can get them graded and back at the end of the show. Is it, is it at the highest price point or do, how does that typically work? So the big thing is, is it's changed so much over the years, right? When the market uh-huh. was on fire last year, it was probably different than it was five years ago when the market wasn't as crazy. I remember back in the day, you used to be able to like RCR cards with Beckett for eight or $9 and have them back in 48 hours right now. Just a whole different world um yeah there are definitely options i'm sure psa will have options to have cards graded at the show like that would be that seems to be a given i don't have any indication on their exact plans but that seems to be like a a, a strong possibility but yeah in terms of pricing i i wouldn't have any any guess jay said it was last year it was 300 bucks for the end of the show cannot confirm or deny but i believe jay on that so give you some indication
2: that pricing, I think, was right. I think the main thing to keep in mind is if you're going to do it, you need to be there Wednesday, and you yeah, need to be there sh- when the doors open because the lines get crazy, and they're the going to shut down again. Not the price goes up. You just can't get the cards in. They're going to shut down again. They had to shut down last year at the show after a while. because they got Yeah, in, so in the past, Beckett out.
0: has, like, I know Beckett specifically has increased prices of RCR, and they would, like, on-site grading, they would do, like, front of the line where you could pay, like, 2 X, don't remember what it was it was you could pay surge more pricing yeah surge pricing to pay more <laughs> money to get it back sooner um so I would imagine those are always in the cards for for grading companies as demand is likely going to be through the roof there are people that will likely seek out the show to grade some of their cool stuff um so yeah I'm, I'm sure PSA will will announce more as the show gets closer Tyler says what are y'all opinions on PSA value opening back up through uh up through only through group subs at 30. Does this really hurt SUC and CSG moving forward? What's all so the big thing is, is they're going to get past the PSA backlog. Um, PSA backlog is, is pretty, uh, I mean, I, we've got orders that are way, way old. Um, so getting through those is important, but I mean, if PSA gets $30, if $30 subs, if those start coming back in four or five months, that, it's going to be interesting, right? It's going to be interesting to see what some of these guys do at 30 bucks when you can grade with PSA and just wait two months longer, three months longer. Would you rather to do that or send to SGC slash CSG?
2: Yeah. I saw CSG raise their price a little bit too, right? 12 to 15, I think I saw. I didn't see that. Yeah, I think they raised their price a little bit. I don't know. I, I, it just kind of – I thought like there's still so much – people don't have their cars from 2020 still from PSA they're working on it, they're doing their best all that stuff totally I don't think it'll be too much of a problem in the short term in terms of P- uh, SGC and CSG losing ground we'll see how it goes long term I want to see what happens <clears throat> I would like to see how long these take to get back all that good stuff but um, nothing for now yeah
1: I think there's an insane amount of demand Right now for graded cards. Yeah.
0: Ian says, are you skeptical buying a card over 2K that's ungraded online, which leads to, has it previously been graded and then cracked because of a bad grade? I mean, I think that's always a possibility, but with the way the market is now, there's a lot, I feel like there's a decent amount of cards that sell for over $2,000. Yeah. I don't go into it just assuming that any card over that price is like, well, it's not graded. It's gotta be, you know, messed up. Um, Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I I look at it on like anything over 500 bucks. Like, Hey, there's always a possibility that something might be damaged. I mean, but uh, it's not going to stop me from buying something. I mean, the opportunity to return, it's pretty good now, especially if it's like severely damaged. So I, you know, I wouldn't, wouldn't let that stop me from, from buying a big card online.
2: Yeah, and I think it also, this speaks to, you know, you need to have a good reputation. People need to be able to trust you. You have, you can only trust the person you're working with and what they're saying. Unless you're buying on eBay. On eBay, of course, you have the ultimate, like, return policy. You're fine oh, if yeah. it's not as described or whatever. Um, but if you're just buying person to person, the only thing you can ultimately do is trust what the person tells you and go from there. That's how it is with anything in cards. You could be buying a BGS9 that was previously a PSA6. Like, that happens regularly enough
1: yep sure what's the biggest raw card you've ever bought one of them was
0: a mahomes national treasures rpa um i would have been august july june or july of 2020 and did uh, you grade it no the guy i planned to keep it for a long time sold it 13 days later um somebody wanted it more
1: at a show or in the shop
0: yeah locally that was
2: oh i remember that was the one you you traveled for right
0: yeah i went to philly yeah to yeah, philly yeah. to see a buddy picked it up at yeah. a gas station parking lot um came wow, home I was like boy. oh this is super cool and someone's like hey you got a Mahomes home's nt i'm like yeah i actually just got one like you want it and i'm like oh, i don't really want to sell it and hey i'll give you this and
1: i'll make you an offer you can't refuse
0: and that's exactly what it was and i just in a position i just you know the money was just too good to pass up i did buy a card i'll, I'll share more i I'll share more about it this week. Um, but one of the biggest cards I've ever bought raw, it kind of goes against like the whole like, hey, buying the unproven guys. This is kind of like the- What I've sport is it? Football. Yeah. I've wanted, a. it's a Trevor Lawrence. I'll show more about it when it comes. Um, oh. It's, yeah, it's a, I just, I wanted a, a good size Trevor Lawrence cards. I like Trevor Lawrence. I don't need is 50 it a, of
2: them. Is it a recently released Trevor Lawrence card?
0: I don't want to get into the details of what it is, but it's uh, Hi. it's a cool card. It's a it's solid a card. Chilly
1: in here. Sorry, boys.
0: Good. Fine. Yeah. All right, chilly. Kyle. Uh, Kyle asks, "Does I don't have a storefront or set up a shows, so a dollar or five dollar box isn't really something I can do. Do you guys recommend to take all of my cheaper cards and selling them separately on eBay? Time consuming and they don't sell well, or sell them as a huge bulk lot to an LCS? Ohioans, Ohioans do it better. Better.
2: Unbelievable. I think Com is an option." In these scenarios.
0: Yeah, I think it, it's kind of a case by case, right? It's how long do you want to wait, right? Because if it's a time thing, Calm sure. C is not getting those done in six days. Yes, that's true.
2: If it's a timing question, then yeah, you should just bring them to your local shop. They'll take what they take and you go from there. But yeah,
0: time is the biggest variable in this. Do you I, need the money in the next seven days? Do you want to sell again? Like, are you preparing for the national where you want to do a little bit of selling every day, 30 minutes a day, get you one step closer? Do you want to wait four weeks, send them to ComC and try to maximize your money there and then play the process? Like, the you know, because ComC is going to do all the work, but they're going to take a percentage just like eBay does. Um, but you're going to wait a month to get your money in your sales. So just w- which option makes the most sense? If you're like, hey, I need cash now, sure. LCS is selling at a card show; those options exist, right? Because you don't have to go to an LCS. I I own one, but you could wait till a show and go to a show. Um, so I think there's a lot of different options, but it typically comes down to a time thing. Like, how quickly do you want the money, and what are you willing to give up to get the money sooner? Those are typically the two things I would think. Yeah. I
2: definitely don't think selling them one-on-one on eBay, one-by-one on eBay is a good idea if they're lower value. I don't know.
0: I don't think that's, don't think that's fair to say though. If somebody's trying to maximize their money, right? And they have nothing but time, 30 minutes a day, you're going to maximize your money, right? I think everybody's situation is different. You're like, hey, F it. I don't want to sit here and list all my cards. I'd rather take 15% less and just get out of them. I don't want to do the work. But if somebody yeah, like, yeah. somebody's, like, somebody's like, hey, I need to pay my rent with this, maximizing the money and you've got nothing but time that's it's a good opportunity for somebody to pay the rent with it
2: fair enough i was just thinking of it in terms of like i think com c people go there for like the zero to to fifty dollar cards a lot hotter but maybe not i
1: think that i was gonna go on a tangent but i won't do it it's tough i don't know you got to get to a show get to a show i think is the is the Yeah, or you and your homies can like
2: split a table at a show and then you could do it that way. That could work too.
1: This
0: is a good question. Sean says, is Prism actually worth $1,300? I got lucky in my box, but do most people make money back on their boxes? This is a product that you buy expecting to break even on because it's so hot. So – I completely disagree with the last statement. There's mm-hmm. no box I ever buy expecting to break even. I mean, zero percent chance. I bought like, this
2: scratch off expecting to win a thousand dollars.
0: Exactly. Yeah, because I bought no, a fifty to, again, Sean. I don't mean I'm not trying to smoke Sean, but no, yeah, because not. I bought a $50 scratch off, I should definitely be expecting to break even. Like it's 50 not a dollar. No chance. It is literally gambling. Yeah. Like Playing in the high limit room at the casino doesn't increase your chances of winning more like more money. I don't believe.
1: The second you walk into a casino, the chances are you're going to have less money than when you walk out. There's not a single game in Miami that you play in a casino that has over fifty percent win rate.
0: Yeah, I would imagine the house is always the house is always favored.
1: Correct. It's just like if you bet on sports long enough you're probably going to lose but those even those are or li- even different than sports there's literally nothing you can do it's yeah it's more scratch off it's completely I think the- luck of the draw whereas you kind of have decisions you can make in most casino games slots there isn't but when you pull whatever but like if you buy a box of cards you should yeah. assume that you've in that money in the money zero dollars coming back yeah
0: that that is your decision just like in a casino whether you want to play penny slots or 250 dollar a roll black or roulette it's no different than do you want to buy a box of sage or do you want to buy a box of flawless right the decision is yours there's different ends of the spectrum i think the big thing why prism is so hot is no different than why high limit room exists the more you're you're willing to risk the more you could pay off Mm-hmm. The guy's going into the box of prism that hit the Mac Jones 101. If that Mac Jones is a, just a base card, that box is a whole lot different. They make no money. Instead, mm-hmm. they sold a sports card for a hundred thousand dollars, a hundred thousand dollars. That's, that's crazy. A hundred thousand dollars for one sports card, right? Yeah. So that's, that's the risk you take the high risk, high reward. The, the potential is there the trevor lawrence 101 will probably sell for near that
2: that's i'm uh, sorry i forgot that that was my question gonna be that's not the most expect like the trevor lawrence 101 should do
0: i think the trevor lawrence should do more than the mac jones
2: uh, yeah, i would, I would yeah. hope so yeah i would hope so if mac jones is the highest selling card in 2021 if for this some, we came got out issues. in
0: october when it was supposed to come out mac jones would have sold for more
2: uh, I don't know about that, but maybe they won
0: a lot of games in a row.
2: Mac Jones, Trevor Lawrence is so, them. is so go, like, go well back to the after. season.
0: Go back to the season, look, you're at right. No, you're 100% Mac right. Jones, about this. Uh, again, which one would you and I rather have is a different conversation than which one the market would rather yeah. have.
2: I would, I just as a little separate side point on this. We didn't get to it last time around, and we were talking about it in our original group chat a little bit. Um, and Heroes for Sale was actually the first person who actually said this, which brought it to my mind. Something has to get done about the SSPs and the and the non-numbered like rare cards. Like there needs to be some sort of number attached to these things because these mangas that were going for however much money, and then there's twelve more of them listed the next day is like a problem.
0: Yeah, that seems like it's not going to end well. Those uh... there just has to be some sort of general
2: area of how many there are. There just has to be. It's just not. It's not fair to people who think they're pulling something very, very rare out of a thirteen hundred dollar box, and they're searching for something to pull out of
0: thirteen hundred dollar box. Yeah, it seems like it's. You know, I think about this like, you would say out of twenty five is pretty rare, right? Yes. But if it's those runner. cards were, if those cards were numbered to twenty five. They wouldn't sell for half of what they're selling for now. Fine,
2: they shouldn't sell for that.
0: Uh, again, I'm not. I'm not arguing. I'm not arguing against you. I'm just saying it's crazy what actually serial numbering those cards would do because I think if they were out of 25, they wouldn't sell nearly as well.
2: But I think in the like the in totality, everyone would prefer that they were numbered to get a true value out of them rather it than aligned.
0: Rather I'm just than saying. I think the unknown. The unknown, right? The uh, unknown, of course, adds to it. It adds to it. And it's crazy that, that that's where it's at. But we're like, hey, if it's out of 25, that would be pretty rare. But it appears to be way more than 25. Make it out of 10,
2: make it out of 50, make parallels. I don't care. Something needs, like, you can't have nothing
0: because people are getting killed. So, all right. Next question, Jay.
1: Layton, like, our boy Layton pulled no, the trailheads. Different oh, Layton.
0: Rich Layton, one of the biggest breakers in the hobby. All right, Darren says, should the triple LeBron logo man have been graded authentic or just be left in its initial flawless case?
2: This is a good question.
0: I would have left it in the original
1: flawless case. Me too.
0: PSA eight or higher, I'm pulling it out. PSA seven or less, I'd keep it in the original case. I
1: gotta say something. <laughs> <clears throat> I think that the answer to that question is why Mac Jones' card goes for a hundred grand and people like that's why. People want to gamble on that and think the logo man's over the hill. It's the same uh, to me. It's the exact same thing because if if it's not in a PSA slab, well, it might get something. It might be an eight. You don't know. Well, guess what? We know LeBron's career. we know what's happened now. Not that fun to gamble on. We're all degenerates. That's why people pay a hundred thousand for Mac Jones. What if Belichick rebuilds it? What if Mac Jones wins two Super Bowls? What if he becomes Mahomes? I mean, we're sitting here Mahomes and people are like, tough road ahead for Mahomes. They gave him all the money. Da, da, da. Meanwhile, Ryan Barry he could Barry's literally Barry's never Barry- win another playoff game again and he's a Hall of Fame quarterback.
0: Who? Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. Yeah, I agree.
1: Right? So the, I believe when you say you'd rather have it not slab versus PSA authentic. To me, that's why Mac Jones 101 goes for a hundred grand because we're we hope that something might happen. And the card's more valuable not in an authentic slab and ungraded because
0: it I think there's might. a little bit of a different sentiment in that. I think the hope that Mac Jones might be good is the main reason that card sells. There's a 10% hope that, hey, this card could get a PSA 9 or 10 and add some significant value to it. But I don't think the guy spent $100,000 like, oh, here's $100,000, fingers crossed. I hope this gets a 10. Like, If that's he not starts right off 8-0,
1: and 0, it's up 20%.
0: That has nothing to do with the grade though. 8 and 0 is, is every reason. Mac Jones being good is the reason that card sells, not PSA giving it a 10 is the reason that card sells. You're talking about the LeBron being graded authentic doesn't add much value to the LeBron, but the the possibility that Mac could get a 10 adds value to the Mac. I'm saying the guy spending $100,000 is not buying it, praying that it gets a 10. He's not like fingers crossed. But,
1: please but, get a 10. He's, but what the card gets graded, it's still like, it's about potential upside.
0: Agreed. 10% of the total card's value or the reason you buy the card is on the grade. 95, 90% of it is on Mac Jones being Tom Brady. Correct. I'm saying it doesn't matter nearly as much as you think on that card. It's being $100,000. If that card, you're not going to, I don't think that person's risking 100 k with the Mac Jones having to be a 9 or 10. They're willing no. to buy for hundred thousand
1: dollars. I'm saying Mac Jones potentially being good and the LeBron logo man potentially getting a PSA eight is the same thing. He's relating the hope factor. That's what he's talking about. Not necessarily the. Yeah, I'm saying those two things are not most correlated. people. Most people before they go away to a casino. Okay, myself, thirty-one year old, did male degenerate. I'd rather be on a Friday night heading to a casino than. Saturday morning, having won seven hundred fifty dollars at a casino.
0: I'm um, so far down the rabbit hole. I'm beyond lost.
1: Meaning, but- it's about the the potential. It's about the possibility of what it could be, which is why the LeBron logo man in its non graded state is a more interesting card than it being graded authentic which is why uh, Mac Jones at hundred K is interesting when I think they're two two completely
0: different. They're two completely different plays. The Mac Jones is somebody that is looking to go into a casino and spend a lot of money and hope, hope to whoever God or whoever that this card is going to be half a million dollars one day. That is one play. <laughs> the other person is like Drake, Matt Turner shine, the group of hobby elite, right. That have big time the collections, Drake, and are, right. Like they're humongous players in the game. And they're like, Hey, Rather than have a U.S. dollar right now, I would rather have th- 3.5 million of my dollars, 5 million of my dollars in this LeBron card because there's a lot of people that want it and it has safety built in.
1: That why LeBron would you is- Why would you rather have the card in a flawless case and not in a PSA authentic?
0: It doesn't because it doesn't change the desire for the card. Nat Turner in my But why opinion,
1: would you rather have it?
0: it's a lebron logo man you it's slabbed authentic by the number one grading company sure let's go that way or in the original flawless holder makes no difference the desire for the card is still the exact same
1: so why did you ask why did you answer you'd rather have it in the flawless case personal preference just makes no difference
0: on the value of the card
1: so if you were the buyer you'd break it out of the case
0: no, because it's not in the original flawless holder. If I could not put it in the original flawless holder, I would rather have it in a PSA holder. If I can't go back and undo what they already did, I'll keep it as is. But I'm saying I don't believe Drake's going to be like, you know what? It's not in the original holder. Not going to buy it. That's not what Drake's saying. Super Couldn't fair. disagree more.
1: Super <laughs> I think uh, uh, the point I was making, I'll die on that hill. The I think card two, is worth more money pretty- in the original flawless holder. Because of what potentially could happen.
0: No changes. No desire for the outcome of the card. Drake is not buying that. Saying, "Hope I can get a PSA ten on this LeBron logo." Drake said, "I got three point five million dollars. I'm gonna sell on fire." Here we go.
1: The reaction to being in a PSA Authentic lab versus in a PSA six isn't like of like a reality that's happening in the hobby right now. Like people aren't like that's that sucks that the card's PSA authentic.
0: No, look at Lewis Hamilton Chrome Autos. Sometimes cards are just not meant to be perfect, right? There are manufacturing defects. I think the hobby has come a long way, and not saying it's good or bad, it's just the way it is. The market has decided that, hey, damaged cards are acceptable. People are willing to buy PSA 7 first year tops Chrome cards. We would not be buying first year, you know, we would not be buying Mac Jones PSA 7 prisms, but we're willing to buy Charles Leclerc PSA 7 autos. I do think
2: that there's a difference between. Having a PSA six versus I, th- I I think we've had this conversation before. I would almost rather have a PSA six or seven than a PSA authentic, and I think that's part of what Tyler's saying a little bit that we haven't gotten to yet. PSA six, PSA seven, PSA five potentially is better than PSA authentic.
0: Ty is selling his argument on the upside of being keeping that in the flawless case. I, that I believe that get a PSA you PSA 10 would 10 rather have an authentic
1: flawless case. Because it's more valuable than in a PSA Authentic slab, and the that's hundred percent true, Brian. And the reason being, you is talking because, about the original
0: flawless case? Yes, yes, uh, 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 absolutely. I think in, if you're ranking them, it's worth the, more. The that rank way. is there. It's not a million dollar rank. It's a hundred fifty thousand. I'm just saying
1: they're the same thing on different scales. The what do you the mean? card be like we're degenerate. We're it like the the card is more valuable without knowing that it went to PSA than it is before, which is similar because it's just out of your hands. Just like Mac Jones being good, completely out of your hands. That's why people pay up for those things. When we're like, we play the game of, okay, well, why not spend a hundred thousand dollars on Anton Senna or like all these people that have accomplished these amazing things. Go buy a Serena Williams auto for a hundred grand rather than a Mac Jones one of one. But the majority of people in this hobby, I would say, are looking for investment. They're very high risk individuals. If you're spending a hundred grand on, on a ungraded sports card, you're at least have an allocation of capital that is very high risk. Mm-hmm. That's why that card is interesting more so than a mantle three. Now. You and I, I mean, you're and comparing Lou. the
0: LeBron you're, you're comparing no, I'm the not LeBron comparing League. any of
1: the cards. I'm just comparing the mindset of most people in the hobby and why I think that the logo man being in its original flawless case is more interesting to most people than in a PSA authentic. It's like it's like Christmas morning versus Christmas Eve. I'd rather be Christmas Eve because you have to look forward to it.
0: I can get behind that argument in terms of like I would rather have it in there again with the possibility it could grade well, and I still have that as a play. I just don't believe it. It it has any effect on the the final sale price. Interesting. It just it just doesn't like if uh, look at some of the cards that Nat Turner has graded on his page, right? Like look at Nat Turner's page. Mm-hmm. He owns like some of the major triple logo men in the hobby from LeBron's like from early LeBron years, like the LeBron, Kobe, Jordan, Triple Logo Man. Like he mm-hmm. owns a lot of those big cards. Some of them have PSA 7. Some of it, like, I know he's got one nine. I would love to pull this up.
2: How many PSA got- Authentics does he have?
0: Well, I guess let's find out. I mean, it's not going to be easy to find. I'm scrolling. The um, answer is yeah.
2: not a lot based on what I, I see. One. It's going to be good. I count one. i have scrolling for like, well, Holmes National
0: Treasures, PSA 7. Seven, not authentic. That's different. That's what we're saying. Jordan, here you go. Jordan Epic Signatures Auto at a 23. PSA yeah. Authentic.
2: Yeah. Very few. I've got to find those trips.
1: I don't think it's that high. I think well, yeah, the we're, yeah. we're all on the same page here. Yes. We're, yes. We're, we, we, I, I was We've to, really like, come really a couple topics in, and there's a question that I really want to answer. Um but yeah, I just think that it was a collective letdown when people saw it as authentic because there's no more oh, what if it gets an eight? What if it gets a nine? What would happen then?
0: Yeah, zipper. Yeah, that that might take some of the, you know,
1: shine off of it. I just now not for great investors that are playing a super long term game and it's but the majority of us are degenerates chasing something, which is why people are let down that it's an authentic. Even if it was an eight, people would be let down. Wow, it's not a nine. Yeah, we got to get out of this conversation. All right, let's move on. Let's Christopher Amstrup. Why is Ty not coming to Denmark for the Grand Depart of Tour de France? I'm sure we can arrange a stroll in and around Rochskild where the two stages takes off, How which did you also haven't. That? I probably pronounced it wrong. Oh, okay. I thought you you had it right. No, my Danish is in the gutter. Uh, Which also happens to be K-Mag's hometown. (sighs) There's a lot of reasons, unfortunately. First, I don't have unlimited money. Uh, Second, it's tough to plan a large family trip. Third, I actually may end up being there because I think I'm supposed to go to the south of France for a week at the end of June. And then maybe skirt over to Denmark. Um, I go to the south of the France. Okay, south But we'll see. It's a great, I, Christopher. I need to. We need to hang and get to know each other. I'm just excited about that because I'm coming to Denmark and we're gonna hang. Feels like you're. All in right, Denmark, we got to make up some time. We do.
0: Hopefully, Ty can get to Denmark, but we've got to get to play of the week. Shout out to uh, Jay for the reminder.
2: What do you guys think about PSA Authentics? <laughs>
0: I hope there's a PSA Authentic play this week. That would just be too good.
1: You know what else is in Roskilde? The Viking Ship Museum.
0: That's cool. Fun fact of the day. All right, Jay, play of the week. Let's get into it. All right, so the first one. You know what we should do? Somebody should reach out to some of these, like, Jay, can we DM Drake, ask which one Drake would rather have PSA Authentic or an original flawless case? (laughs) Jay, can you DM Drake? (laughs) Just DM Drake. (laughs) You hey know Drake. What? I actually think Wait, question Courtney for card would, talk. Would deliver on that. <laughs> Can someone get I mean <laughs> get, get somebody to get a hold of Drake? All right, play of the week. This one is from the Church of Cars on IG. Hey guys, Dan Church here from the UK. Here's my play of the week. Keeping it simple this week, hopefully this This one shows that a longer hold and a bit of patience on the right player is a good play. I purchased this Phil Foden Donner silver die cut out of 100 from 2019-2020 Donner soccer, somehow for about 25 euros in November of 2020. This was about eight to nine months into my journey with cards, and I had figured that numbered parallels were the way to go. I was toying with the idea of sending for grading, however, knew that this was always going to be a risky risky play with Dica cards with the world cup coming up and city just winning the league. I had it on eBay for about 300 euros by it now. And just last week, accepted an offer for 275. I know that I've may have been able to make more if England did well in the tournament. However, I made money on it and it's time to move on. Thanks as always for the great content. Looking forward to having you guys over here soon. PS my NFL team has been the Bengals for many years. So I'm hoping that this makes me an honorary Ohio state resident. Take care. Let's
2: yeah, Dan, that's not liking one of the 14 teams that Ryan cheers for in the NFL.
0: No, I think he was just trying to say that he's an Ohio guy. I'm
1: joking. Totally joking. The I Bengals did- are like our squad. Led mm. by Ryan. But the it-
2: <laughs> I will never... I'm never going to say that.
1: Listen, they were fun for us in the playoffs. Which they is they why were. They, we, we,
2: we were early on the train, but it's officially wartime.
0: So that's probably been the most we've ever agreed on a on a football yeah. team. A hundred percent. That we will saw probably the be game. the most we ever agree. We saw on. the Raider game and we knew. Yeah. I mean, like, we're never going to agree on college football ever. Not one time.
2: I mean, nothing to argue with. One person has the best team in the country. Everyone else is just competing to be there. I
0: just love it how I don't get the same – respect in terms of like switching teams but as you do right like you've clearly been a michigan guy if we go back and we pull the tape from early episodes lose all in on like that team up north and then they lose 13 years in a row and then george is like hey we're gonna be good this year because my sister's going there shout out to them go dogs i just like it's like kind of like an odd vibe
2: that's just a family commitment sorry for being committed to family
0: Mm, yeah I just has you know your sister has nothing to do with the football team
2: credit to well that's true, but credit to me for also stepping away from Michigan the year they became good. Some would say I was; it was like a good luck Chuck situation. I walk away; they become good.
1: Listen, yeah, the Church right, of well. Cards submitted a big time play and a big time <laughs> player, and here we are. <laughs> Ty,
0: we're waiting on your soccer input. You know, Luke. yeah, that's yeah. A good I point. think it's a don't great play.
1: I, uh, There's a lot of things about this. I love this set. I grew up on this set. This set made me who I am today. But Phil Foden's a gangster. He is going to have a long and fruitful career in front of him. I, I like die cuts, personally. Obviously, they are hard to grade, but I think it's a proper flip. I think timing is interesting because I think he's got a big six months, 18 months ahead of him. But keep it moving in and out, in and out, in and out. I think the other time you'd sell it is in the winter, around World Cup. Or you're waiting a couple years, so I like right. I like to play church proper of play. some patience there.
0: Ty says proper play from proper football. Correct. All right, next play. All right, so this is from DMs ninety eight, longtime listener, first time caller. I got to blow this up. I can't see this. All right, uh, first off, I'm from the great state of Vermont, so Lou doesn't have to stress. Here's That's my submission state. for play of the week. I recently bought a lot that consisted of a couple boxes of cards and some old binders I found on Facebook Marketplace. I saw some 98 football and figured it was worth the 50 bucks without looking too hard. After going through and not finding a Manny Rookie or a Moss Rookie, I was kind of bummed. I did find a nice Jordan Z4 sensor and a Shaq Rookie, but then I found a diamond in the rough. As I was going through some loose cards in one of the cardboard boxes, I found a bunch of 1996 Sports Illustrated for Kids cutout cards, Flip through. And found the Tiger Woods rookie. After doing some research and seeing how well they sell raw and what low graded versions sell for, I decided to sell it with SGC to add some value. Came back a four, and I recently sold it at a local car show for four hundred dollars cash. Turned a fifty dollar buy and twenty five dollars <coughs> grading into three hundred twenty five dollars profit, and I still have a couple of the other cool cards from the lot
2: love it vermont's a wonderful place um out killington uh big fan of this play love the idea of grading the tiger even though it's low grade there's some extra research that went into that on darren's end it's like doesn't have to be an eight or a nine per our conversation earlier even the fours and fives do really well too so i'm pumped about that it's good work
0: yeah i love that there's a you know there's grading card show there's Facebook Marketplace. I mean, got the whole, whole uh, mm-hmm. run of the the hobby here. Not messing around. Very cool.
1: All right, next play. Tiger, Tiger, Tiger Woods, y'all. Yeah. You think Tiger Woods is, goes is uh, more valuable or less if the PJ Tour collapses? Irrelevant. Interesting.
0: Okay. Tiger's on the back end of his career. What Tiger's already accomplished is. You know.
1: Where does they offered
2: him? A, a... Yeah, but if he doesn't get the chance to pass Jack, that's kind of going to ruin it a little bit now.
0: Mm. Mm. He's already won so many. Fair. If LeBron retires tomorrow, doesn't pass Jordan for finals, any impact on LeBron's career? Mm.
2: Fair point. I'm really excited about Jackson's submission. See?
0: All right, Jax underscore card 77. What's up, guys? My name is Jackson, and I'm 12 years old. Love listening to the pod and decided to submit the play of the week. My dad and I have enjoyed looking through value boxes since our first big show, which was the national in 2019. Even though Ryan always gives me a hard time about my Michigan backpack, I love the videos on finding the good stuff in value boxes and have learned a lot. At the most recent Dallas show, we spent the whole day digging and found a pair of sneaky plays. We found the OB top and clearly Donner's rookie mosaic gold in a Derek Rose Spectra lucky envelope out of eight. We got the pair for $10. I knew the top end was rare and found out that it was a case hit. And the Rose was also Jersey numbered four of eight. Love a good jersey number play. Got home and looked at some comps, and listed the top end for 150 or best offer and got an offer 10 minutes later for 110. Countered at 125 and settled at 115. Listed the Rose in a five-day auction starting at a buck and quickly got an offer for 50, which I declined, hoping it would bring more since it's jersey numbered. The rose ended up selling for eighty dollars after fees. The ten dollar pair made us one hundred and fifty five dollars, an easy flip, which we'll be taking to the national next month. Hope to see you guys there. Keep up the great work, Jackson. Wrap it up. Just, just, just wrap it up. Wrap it up. Absolutely, I, I will give it to a Michigan fan on this one. Uh, see these guys every time we go to Dallas. Been to quite a few Dallas. Uh, you know, quite a few Dallas shows. They're there every time. Always rocking the Michigan book bag every time I'm ask, I ask. Ask, hey. Can I buy the shirt you wear to the show? I'll, you know, I'll pay sponsorship rights for that. Just anything but the Michigan um, won't won't do it. But uh, good kid, I got a business card from him last time. Sticker, I mean, value box plays, jersey numbers. I mean, the only thing that this thing has that I don't like is Michigan. Other than that, like, I mean, this is this is a plus, right? Twelve years old, flipping, making 155 bucks, doing a little bit of work. Taken it to the national, gonna flip it some more. Like, this is, this is, I see 12 year old Ryan here. This is fantastic. A plus.
2: Yeah, I love this so much. um <clears throat> I'm gonna apologize to Jackson's dad for all the cursing we do. I hope that's not too bad. um We've gotten better. We have gotten better, but also we've gotten worse at the same time. So, big fan. We definitely curse. You curse a lot more, Ryan.
1: What, Jay, pull the tape. It was like a the last time we Window. That we were really firing him off. And yes. we, we toned we've we've dialed down. it back. Yeah, Fair not point. one this not one today.
2: Not one today, yeah. I, I was just saying I was
0: trying to be respectful to Jackson's dad. Serious question. Serious question. We gotta get a shot in it at Jay. Which happens more? We curse or Jay makes mistakes on Play of the Week?
2: Cursing for sure. That is so mean. Cursing for sure.
0: <laughs> Ty. Hey, you heard the man. <laughs> that you is heard him. Mean. He went yeah. weeks without a mistake How dare you Seven mistakes a lifetime of me Come on I don't know if we said that's More than seven curse words She said seven curse words To Tyler like three weeks
2: ago In one episode Great play I love this play I'm anyway, totally joking Ty any
0: thoughts on me and Jackson
1: uh, I love what we're talking um, I like it I mean I like it Because he's 12 years old
0: Yeah that's All time
1: all-time play. And I like that his father takes him to shows. And I also like that Ryan gives him a hard time for wearing a Michigan backpack, yet he perseveres through because that's what true fans do, even though when their mentors and idols tell them that they're lame. Um, yeah. Valley so box, box flips with the Pops is – memories of a lifetime, and I'm super into it. Also, I'm wondering who designed Jackson's uh, PSP. Yeah. And I also love Instagram handles that are underscore cards.
2: Yep. Historically, we're pro those accounts.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So,
2: go next. Last last play. Do you think they should have taken Tyrese Halliburton over Obi Toppin? Just asking.
0: It's like... The Knicks got a lot of young guys. Ty is Obi Toppin part of their plans? Like, there's got to be somebody's got to be odd man out here soon.
1: I don't know if I even want our boy from the Jazz.
2: You don't want Donovan Mitchell on the team?
1: I don't know. <laughs> I think we are so inept.
0: You better hope your Rangers win, brother. It might be a while. I know. i from oh, the Jets.
1: But like, Here
0: come the Jets. <laughs> I'll say this. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's a good a, a joke. A New
1: York sports team is two wins away from this, from a championship round, which is super cool. Right, do, you want, do you want to know something? Oh, sorry. I think the Knicks are super far away from competing yeah. in yeah. a meaningful playoff game.
0: The Rangers are – I mean, obviously for obvious reasons, but the Rangers have – even if you go into next year, the Rangers got to be one of the – I mean the best hope for. I mean the Yankees got to be up there. (laughs) (laughs) There's Lou's joke. (laughs) I love it. Lou hates the Yankees. Just they suck. (laughs) Keep going.
2: Keep going. Last play. Last play.
0: All right. Next play. (laughs) Wow. All right. Western NY underscore sports cards. Hey guys, huge fan of the show and figured it was finally time to spend my play. Recently, I was put in contact with someone looking to sell a memorabilia collection. I drove three hours to find an amazing array of hockey memorabilia, pictures, jerseys, etc., which I purchased it all for a thousand bucks. This alone could be a play as all I've been able to already resell close to $3,000. However, thanks to countless YouTube videos and studying all in the sports hobby, I was able to recognize a card sitting on the desk that looked important. This card was raw without even a penny sleeve and had visible dust on it. After doing my research, I discovered this card was a 1952 Jackie Robinson tops card. After getting home, I immediately sent this card super express to PSA, getting it back as a 1.5 just two weeks ago. Yesterday, I accepted an offer for $5,500 cash, bringing my total profit on this $1,000 memorabilia collection up to close up close to $7,500. Really shows even if you collect one sport, knowing the hobby and studying all sports can pay off big time. Very cool. It's a good looking one five.
2: That is a really good looking one th- It's a little bit off, but it's, it's yeah, a little really bit off center. Color. But it
0: has got some good color.
2: I would love to know what the hockey, the hockey, remember really it was. I
0: if that was me, see- play
2: the week on its own. I would love to know what that was. But this is incredible. Do you see Gretzky's? Yeah, um, yeah like jersey? jersey,
1: jersey, final Oilers jersey just sold for like one point two five. Yeah, crazy.
0: Which is crazy because in the what did the Brady ball sell for?
1: Five hundred, right? For just a ball. Yo, Gretzky's the boy, I'm telling you. The ball. I'm boy. Just saying it's just
0: crazy that like a Brady ball, like a ball from his final touchdown pass sold for half of that. I realize it obviously the sale was null and void or whatever, like because of Brady came back. But that's crazy.
1: Yo, Gretzky's that dude.
2: Yeah. Um, great play, good recognition. I think it's funny that there was a Jackie Robinson just sitting there with no sleeve with dust on it. That's like it's classic cool. cards. Classic yeah. cards. Uh, And there's a lot more of that to be found. Yeah, like I said, I
0: would love to know, like Lou's point, what else is in the $1,000 Jersey Auto Memorabilia Collection? Like, They made almost $3,000. That's pretty good. It's got to be some cool stuff. Some good stuff, I would imagine, yeah. All right, Jay, is that it?
2: I think there's one more I said.
0: Is that it, Jay? One more. All right, so Mr. Wineleaf. A while ago, I noticed the SM247 Promo Charizard Reshiram going for a decent amounts and a PSA 10. I bought three nice copies of the card on the local equivalent of eBay for about 20 US dollars each. Sent them into a local grading company to get graded, which cost around 13 US dollars per card. I ended up getting one 10 and two nines. I sold the 10 for 200 USD and the one of the 9s for 35 USD. Decided to keep the last one for my kid's PC. After grading costs fees, I ended up with around 130 USD profit and a new card for the kid, and a new card for my kid. Not a huge play, but I thought that I would give a little insight in how it can be done over here in Sweden without having to send the cards all the way over to the US to get graded. See picks to verify 10 SEK equals one USD. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. This is actually cool.
2: I always wonder how it works internationally because PSA expanded their international stuff a little bit, but not that much. It's still a lot of work. So I always wonder how that goes. Yeah, Smart, that's pretty cool. Easy. About as easy as it gets, all things I considered. don't remember
0: very many international e-
2: plays. I think this is our first time ever having international plays. And we have we two. Had two in one show. It's a good job. I mean, we got it. We got to give some
0: credit to the, one of the all time plays though. Hannah found a international auction house and yeah, that um, was wild. Like I mean, that's amazing. one. Of, that's a, that's a hall of fame type play. Still yeah. can't believe that happened. Yeah. 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 That um, was wild. All great plays. There's actually some really good ones this week, but um, am sold. Yeah. Um, Jackson.
2: I think it's Jackson. Keep going back though.
1: Mm.
0: Some
2: really good plays.
1: Yeah, it's Jackson for sure. Mine's the Foden.
2: Yours is the Foden.
1: Yeah, I respect but I lose two to one.
2: I'm hard committed to Jackson. I love yeah. it. Could oh. not be more sure. No cursing on in the Instagram group, everybody. Focus up. Lock it in. Everybody, be
0: nice. <laughs> what a uh, what a great play! Awesome. Hopefully, next time I see him, we can give him like a card talk shirt. I mean, even if it's not like Ohio State or card Talk too, maybe we'll just yeah, get him we like got a some. card talk shirt like. You know, maybe, Jay, can we make him one like that says, like, I won play of the week on Card Talk? Like, let's just get him that and just let him wear that instead. Maybe a Card Talk <laughs> book bag. There's anything that's not Michigan, and, like, I would be, like, locked in on, on that for sure. Yep. Yep. All right. Latest launch. We have a couple things this week. We have a pretty solid basketball product release. Lou, I would love to know where you'd rank this. <clears throat> Noir. Noir basketball. Has the sneaker oh, spotlight autos. One. As a sneaker spotlight autos. Um, little pricey, currently around $2,300 a box. Um, 23, yeah, 23, $2,400 a box. Uh, you've got that this week. You've got tops Series 2 Baseball coming out. And you have Obsidian Football. So a couple, couple decent releases. Solid release week, some might say.
2: Some might say. Noir sneaky, one of the nicest cards that comes out every year. In my those, opinion, those sneaker, yeah.
0: the mixture of hobbies has always done well in the hobby. Marvels with comics and cards, sneakers, sneaker spotlight with sneakers and cards, like those two, like the mixing of hobbies has seemed to uh, has seemed done have done pretty well historically in the hobby for the most part. Yeah, big fan.
2: So. It's baseball series two, though I think they're not. There's like basically no
0: big rookies last night heard. Heard there's not big names again i don't know baseball as well i do see wander on the checklist but no he's in series yeah, one but he's in
2: series one yeah
0: i know a neil Cru- o'neil cruz is in it for the pirates but i haven't seen a lot of names i have heard that update will be loaded because of the lack of names in series two but
2: like nolan gorman's that. up now he should well it's probably too close for that but he should be an update for sure
0: cool Ty, anything, any uh, closing thoughts? We're, an hour. We're back-to-back episodes. This has got to be a, a milestone for Car Talk. I don't know the last time we went over an hour and 10 minutes in back-to-back episodes.
2: Yeah, it's been a while.
0: It's been a long time. Um, we got some that's... stuff coming to the National. Yes. Some, ex- some new exclusive cards. Yes. We'll preview those here soon. I think you guys yes. will get a kick out of those. Jay and his team did a heck of a job on those.
2: Yes, those are super cool. I also wanted to mention something that was uh, an embarrassing story for me, but made me really happy, and I think you're going to laugh at it, Ryan. Um, Mm -hmm. Mark Sanchez is back with the Jets. Like He's just at OTAs hanging out, and it just makes me so happy. It just brought me so much joy yesterday seeing him on the field, like talking to the owner, hanging out. I just love it. I'm so ready for football season. It's insane.
0: There are very few cards of, of people I see now that I'm like, hey, this goes here. But I assure you, if I see a Mark Sanchez card, it's like we're locked in on that. that. Um, I love that guy. I gave you—you you got the, what the NT from me? Yeah, the shield. Huge I mean, card. one of his best cards ever. Huge card. I mean, could you imagine what that card would have sold for pre-butt fumble? I mean, just before everything just went downhill.
2: That was unnecessary. What? We're yeah. having a nice positive moment, and you just ruined it. Yikes! Yeah, hate to see that. Tough. Good show, everybody.
0: Big game tonight. Big game tonight for the Rangers. We'll find out tomorrow if the Rangers are up 3-1 or if it's tied going back to the Garden. See you guys next week. Peace. Peace. That's a wrap
1: on Card Talk this week.
0: Please
2: subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen and get notified when we publish a new episode.
0: It'd mean the world to us if you gave us a five-star rating and shared this episode with a friend. We'd love to answer your questions, so email us at cardtalkpod.com at gmail.com
1: and we'll get to it in the next episode card talk is a one thirty seven p.m podcast and a gallery media group original production